It's time for Catholic Focus, exclusively heard here on Holy Family Radio, WHYF AM 720. This is the program where we discuss issues and topics with a Catholic perspective. Stay with us now as we help you see the world with a Catholic Focus. Hello and welcome to Catholic Focus. I'm Joan Ebistinsky, your host, and today I'm joined by Father Swami. Father, it's good to see you. Thank you, Joe. Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me to be on air for Holy Family. Yeah, we're, we're really happy to have you. And I know, uh, full, disclo- full disclosure, I've known you for a long time when you were at our parish at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. So welcome back to the United States. Thank you. It's really great to be here. I think our listeners would, first of all, uh, like to know a little bit about you, where you're from, and a little bit about yourself, and then, you know, why you're here, why we're, we're talking with you on Holy Family Radio today. Uh, I am uh, Eliza As you said, for Swami, my fu- uh, full name is Anthony Swami Anthapa. I go by Swami, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I came to the United States in 2013. Uh, prior to that, I was working in India as a, a principal, or we call the president of a college. And I also have completed my uh, doctoral studies in folklore. Uh, especially, I have done a specialization on the folk belief system. Uh, related to the Blessed Mother in India. And I am 27 years a priest now, belonging to the order of St. Francis de Sales. I hail from um, Bangalore, India, that is the southwest part of India. So after having done, like, worked in the institutions, so I, my order sent me to work in the United States. I wanted to have some pastoral exposure. And it was such a great pleasure and a blessing and a grace to have worked in these wonderful two parishes. As you know, like I was in Elizabeth Ann Seton Mechanicsburg for two and a half years, and then the bishop moved me to St. Peter's in Columbia uh, as a pastor. So I was there for five years as a pastor. And like uh, for some time, maybe from 2016 onward, there was a kind of an inner compulsion in me, a kind of a call. Uh, telling me to go back to India to work for the destitutes. But but then I didn't really respond immediately. I took time. Mm -hmm. I discussed with people. I prayed over. I discerned. Then I got a kind of a sense that, you know, the first day that I had this thought in my mind to serve the destitute, you know, it was a day after uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta was canonized. So I took it like God's sign through her intercession and through her inspiration that I need to get into that. Mm-hmm. So I did speak to my order, and though they were a bit reluctant because we don't do this ministry in India, uh, but yet, you know, like because of my insistence and the, my desire, they let me come back to India. And uh, before jumping into the action, I thought maybe I need to further discern it. So I was volunteering in uh, Mother Teresa's uh, convents in Calcutta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had the opportunity to serve in four to five uh, uh, homes. Uh, they are basically homes for the dying, homes for the mentally challenged, physically challenged, the elderly. So. It's been, uh, when I was volunteering, I really found a sense of joy in doing that, uh, being with them and living like them mm-hmm. and sharing their own, their schedules 
for the day. Yeah, most of us have not had any experience with working with people like that. Had you had any experience before that uh, with working people in that situation? Like as a seminarian, I did. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I had. I have worked with the lepers mm-hmm. uh, for two times, one for a month, and then the second time it was for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then again with the Mother Teresa sisters, uh, like uh, when I was doing my theology for entire year, I was volunteering that it would go once a week mm-hmm. for an hour. We just bathe them, you know, give them a haircut and the shaving. Mm-hmm. So I, I have done that before. Uh, but then, you know, it's like... Uh, Th- that was like you know it's not a kind of a life commitment mm-hmm. so this i knew that it's going to be my life commitment so it's what i'm going to do for the rest of my life so i wanted to make sure that you know it's really god's call and it's not my desire or thinking so after having served with them especially when you're serving with the destitute especially the dying you know it, it's it's not that easy it's really difficult it's really challenging how does that affect you emotionally? I think that would be working with people like that continually. It would must take a lot out of you emotionally. Well, you're, you're right, Joe. Especially the first time when we see, like, you know, there's a kind of a feeling that, you know, when you, you know, for the lack of better word, I use like a kind of a repulsion. You, you don't want to go, you mm-hmm. know. So, like, I can tell one example. When I saw a man there with half burnt, Mm. Uh, sisters were so joyfully cleaning him and serving him and I couldn't do that mm-hmm. it took me like two days and I feel it's God's grace mm-hmm. just with our whatever preparedness we have a mental preparedness that doesn't help it might help for some time but unless and until it's a God mm-hmm. taking us and then we really have discerned and given ourselves totally it's, it's really difficult Working with uh, Sisters of Mother Teresa, it, that must be inspirational for you, though, too. I mean, to have that experience working with them, because I understand being around them is just a blessing to be with them. You're right. You know, seeing them, like, so joyfully they serve. And, you know, there's, uh, and they, they have such a commitment. And you can see, even in those most difficult works, you know, there's so much of joy. They keep smiling all the time. You know, Mother Teresa was telling, like, you know, smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she, they all bring, they yeah. bring so much of joy to their work. Wow. So then where did this take you next? You know, like after having discerned, I, I wanted to start a home for the dying destitute by mm-hmm. myself uh, with the permission of my order. And the order has allotted a plot of land to build a home and the home that I'm going to start in Mysore Mysore is uh, like probably less than 100 miles from Bangalore so this is I would call like Shanti Dham so Shanti Dham is a home of peace so my whole vision is to give few days of peace to these people who otherwise probably suffering have no one to take care it could be because of the old age or maybe because of the terminal illness and who have no one to take care or who have no means because mm-hmm. even though india they call it like a, a developing country but we have the villages are pretty really in a bad shape and they're not big hospitalization and there's no hospice mm-hmm. and there's no insurance medical insurance if they have no money they don't have a care and treatment 
So I want to reach out to these people who have no one to take care or who are really like unwanted people in the society. So just to make sure that like you know they experience peace and die with dignity. So that's the my vision of starting this home for the dying. Yeah, that's one of the things we say. Our church is pro-life, and not only at the beginning of life, but also at the end of life. And sometimes we forget about that because we focus on the abortion issue, which is so very important. But many times we forget about the end of life issues, and that's that's so important, isn't it? Yeah, you're, you're very right. So that's one of the things I always think about, like uh, God created, us creates us in his image and likeness you know that's from the time that we are in the womb of the mother and it lasts till you get into the tomb mm-hmm. you know so like you know life comes from him and it goes back to him until then we carry that image in our heart and sometimes because of human selfishness you know that is so deformed and then you know whenever wherever we have this opportunity to restore that dignity so it's not just for us to see it's also for a person to feel that you know he is the image of God and that's something what Mother Teresa always insisted on saying that you know, she saw the face of Jesus See, that's the motivation so for me that motivation is to see that image of God in them no matter who they are how they are but we want to give them that dignity so that they feel that love accepted but that's so hard for many of us to do I mean on a day-to-day basis so uh, when you're when you're doing this in our name, we need to be a part of that. So, I mean, having you here to talk about this, one of the things we need to do is talk about getting funds to support this program of yours, right? How much is this going to cost? Any ideas what, what your cost is? Yeah, I was uh, like I was talking with the architect, so it might cost me like half a million, like five hundred thousand dollars to build a home and to furnish it. So that's uh, because of the inflation, the cost has gone mm-hmm. up. So, but I'm I'm sure I'm still able to do mm-hmm. that, and with the support of some, uh, uh, like you know, generous people in uh, Elizabeth and Seton and in uh, in Colombia and different parts mm-hmm. of the country, uh, I'm able to raise some money. Like I have uh, reached almost like sixty percent of the goal. Uh, mm. to build Shanti Dam. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, like we need some more in order to complete the project. And uh, the land is ready, waiting for some permits. As soon as I get the permits, we should be able to uh, break the ground. That's fantastic. That really is really good. So you're here in the United States right now, and you're you're just going around talking about, about your program, correct? And that's, yeah. that's why you're here right now. How long are you going to be here? I'll be here for three more weeks. Mm-hmm. I'll be returning to India on the 27th of November. Until then, wherever I have the opportunity, I'll be talking mm-hmm. about this and requesting the generous generosity from the good-willed and the wonderful people of God. Yeah, the Diocese of Harrisburg, you know, is a is a generous group of people. So we're hoping that uh, we can help help support this thing in any way that we can. So if we want our listeners to uh, support your program, what do we need to do? Yeah, what I would say is like uh, any donations, you know, like those the listeners would like mm-hmm. to make, uh, they can make the checks payable to uh, Francilian Missionaries Incorporation. Uh, that's uh, we have an office in Atlanta, uh, so that's a non-profitable mm-hmm. uh, organization. So any donation, 
uh, can also be filed as for the tax returns right. because it's a non uh, like non profitable right and in the memo line they could like uh, mention shanti dham right. so that way they know that this money is set for that and they mail the checks to the address like msfs provincial house care of father swami 3887 rosebud road loganville georgia well we're going to put that on our website so our listeners don't have to worry about it that's right yeah. we're running out of time father thank you for being with us here on catholic focus thank you so much joe for this wonderful opportunity and thank you so much and god bless you i'm thank so you. happy i could be here today thank you so very much father thank you Welcome to this segment of Catholic Focus. During this segment, we're going to talk with Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy is joining me here in the studio. And Joe and I just uh, just as yesterday, as we were recording this, were able to go to Morningstar Pregnancy Center, where the Knights of Columbus were able to, uh, they, they've raised the money for ultrasounds, ul- ultrasound machines, right, Joe? Yes, they did, three of them. To the tune of a hundred and some thousand dollars plus, we raised eighty-eight thousand dollars locally, and Supreme Knights of Columbus kicked in the other eighty-eight thousand or whatever it was. But we have three brand new state-of-the-art machines, and it it brought a tear to my eye to see what we've done in a year. It's an amazing thing, and there's supposed to be four D machines that are supposed to be state-of-the-art, and apparently Morningstar really, really needed these. So. Uh, they needed not one, not two, but three. They put two in their Harrisburg location, and then one in Middletown. Yeah. Uh, so that was a. It was a really exciting day, and we got to see the bishop bless these new machines. And we had Knights of Columbus from uh, all over the state. Right. We had ones from Philadelphia and from Erie. Uh, we had dignitaries from the uh, state Knight, uh, Knights of Columbus, and it was really, really. Uh, it was a great day to be there, and I was blessed to be there. Uh, and what we're going to do in this segment, we're going to play a recording of the blessing that the bishop did. Uh, so I think, uh, Joe, can we go to that recording right now? We certainly can. Let me cue it up here for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May God, the creator and giver of life, be with you all. And with your spirit. The Lord looks at all he has made and declares it good. Through the work of our hands and with the help of technology, we are given the privilege of peering into the earliest moments of human life, moments once preserved for the eyes of God alone. Such moments help us to see more clearly the mystery of creation and the dignity of human life. This helps us to declare that God is good. Let us then bless God as we employ these products of technology for the protection of human life in its most vulnerable stages and for the proclamation of the gospel of life here in this place. A reading from the book of Genesis. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame animals, all the wild animals, and all the creatures that crawl upon the earth. God created mankind in his image. 
In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fertile and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all living things that crawl on the earth. God also said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the on all the earth and every tree that has seed bearing fruit on it to be your food and to all the wild animals all the birds of the air and all the living creatures that crawl upon the earth i give all the green plants for food and so it happened god looked at everything he had made and found it very good the word of the lord thanks Thanks be to god we gather with great joy and with true gratitude to the Knights of Columbus for the generous donation, making possible the gift of of these ultrasound machines, units. And uh, we thank God uh, for the opportunity to use these to preserve, to save the lives of the unborn. Our prayer is that what will enter the mother's eyes through these images will also enter their hearts and that they will see the true image and likeness of the God who made them, the image and the likeness of the God who preserved their lives, and they'll be moved to welcome, to nourish, and protect the life of the unborn within those mothers. And may they be supported by whoever may accompany them here to this place, and especially by the staff here, who recognize the dignity of each of these women and who see in them the image and likeness of God. Our scripture is from the first book of the Bible, the very first chapter of the first book, and we're reminded that we are God's handiwork, his masterpiece. No other part of creation is so dignified as to be made in the image and likeness of our creator. As we gather here, let each of us resolve to be even more zealous in the defense of life more supportive to those who are vulnerable regarding the birth of the unborn. And we pray that by God's God's blessing, this ultrasound equipment will truly be a source of actual graces that will move the minds and the hearts of these mothers to welcome the life of their unborn children. In human works and the inventions of human genius, we must recognize the continuing activity of God the Creator. Rightly, then, we offer praise to God with peaceful hearts, and we call on Him with confidence, saying, Lord, sustain the work of our hands. Eternal God, you made all things good and gave them into our care. Grant that we may use the forces of nature wisely for your glory and our own well-being. For this we pray. Lord, sustain the work of our hands. You continually give us your Holy Spirit. Grant that we may cooperate with the same Spirit for the renewal of the face of the earth. For this we pray. Lord, sustain the work of our hands. You know what lies in our hearts. Grant that a desire for what is right and good will guide the use of scientific knowledge. For this we pray. Lord, sustain the work of our hands. By your grace, we turn away from sin and toward you, the fountain of life. Lead those who see the gift of human life through this ultrasound machine towards a profound respect and a relentless desire to protect the unborn. For this we pray. Lord, sustain the work of our hands. All good gifts come from you 
and are inspired by your wisdom. Grant peace and joy to those whose generosity have made a gift of this ultrasound machine. For this we pray. Lord, sustain the work of our hands. Let us pray now to our Father in the words our Savior himself gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Blessed and worthy of all praise are you, Lord God, creator of all things visible and invisible. For you have provided for the care of your creation through human labor and intelligence. And you show your own power and goodness in the, inven in the inventions of the human race. Grant that those who will use this equipment to manifest the hiddenness of human life may recognize that you are wonderful in your works and that we are wonderfully and fearfully made in your own image and likeness. We ask this blessing, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This is a blessed day for Morning Star, and we're so glad that you all could join us here today. Um, what a feat. You all stepped up to the plate. We had a need. We needed, and the need was great. We needed three ultrasound machines, and I think the look of like, how many did you say? <laughs> We're like, we need three. All three of them need to be replaced. And um, I knew that the place to go would be the Knights. These machines make all the difference to us. Um, we were getting to the point where they were gonna break down any day. And to have the 3D slash 4D ultrasounds are just, a huge blessing. We put ultrasounds to a lot of work here at Morningstar, and so they will be used a lot. You can know that they will see, these ultrasound machines will take lots and lots of images of lots and lots of babies and make a huge difference to the Harrisburg community. So God bless you. Thank you for all coming, and thank you for the hard work that you do in helping pregnancy centers. It's it's a true blessing, so May God, from whom every good gift comes, make his countenance to shine upon you and guide you into the way of peace now and forever. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. So that is the recording about what happened yesterday at Morningstar Pregnancy Center. Uh, for those of our listeners that don't know, Morningstar offers free and confidential services. They offer STD testing, they offer pregnancy testing, and they offer ultrasound exams. Obviously, with the machines we were talking about, they have confidential options for uh, counseling. They have material support. They have community referrals, uh, and they support the new mothers and their uh, family. So it is an outstanding 
facility that we have here in the Harrisburg area. They actually have three locations in Harrisburg, in Middletown, and New Cumberland, I think. Uh, their phone number is 717-901-2799. Their website is MorningstarClinics.com. It's MorningstarClinics.com. And they've been around for a long, long time. And the Knights of Columbus uh, support the work that they do. That's, that's why the Knights of Columbus raise the money for those ultrasound machines. Uh, the Knights of Columbus in our area have decided that this is an important thing to do. Uh, we just wanted to take this segment of Catholic Focus to talk about this issue and bring this to light and let you know that we're now we're in a, a post-Roe v. world. We have to still continue to uh, keep the pro-life issue on the forefront. So we have to make sure that we're supporting these women who are having these babies and making sure that we have an environment that uh, is conducive to life because we need to continue to have a pro-life Pennsylvania. So for this segment of Catholic Focus, this is Joan Ebistinsky saying thank you for listening and please listen again. Thanks for listening to Holy Family Radio AM 720 and Catholic Focus. Listen again next time as we help you see the world with a Catholic Focus.